With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Merge Boot Podcast. It seems today that all you see is Survivor on Paramount Plus and podcasts on your phone. But you better be ready. I'm Joel Edmiston. I'm Cody Crane. We want to talk about yeah. Hey, that's right. It's Merge Boot Podcast. Joel and Cody A. I tweeted a picture, uh, a, a GIF, actually, of the Titanic sinking. So those of you who aren't following the Merge Boot Podcast Twitter account, that's something to look forward to. And uh, a handful of tweets um, that may come off as a cry for help, and honestly it is. I need to go to counseling after what happened tonight on the show on Survivor um, Tonight, Episode 3, Season 41. Um, maybe the... Joel, are you okay? It's the iceberg. This is the iceberg that uh, um, not just sank Survivor as a show, but sank my entire life. <laughs> this is um, one of the worst nights of my life, and I, I kind of feel like I finally know what hell is like. Well, uh, Joel, one upside of this is that this is probably our first elimination that it's the person that got the pop of the episode. Yeah, yeah. Because like um, we didn't know a lot about Voce, we didn't get a lot of Voce content. No Sarah, no, um, no no Abraham. But we've been getting a lot of Brad Reese over the last three episodes. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I thought he was in it for a while. You thought this was the guy. This was him. And I, he had a great episode too. I mean, notably a favorite of a preseason. There was a lot of praise for Brad Reese. Um. And uh, now he's, he's gone. He's incredible. He and I just need him to come back in season forty-two or season forty-three. Uh, I need him to come back. He's going to do back to back. Yeah, and yeah, I need him to be in every season every from now on, season. or I might not come. I might never, never watch the show again. Joel, you can't possibly like Brad Reese that much. I just, I, I, I had a lot riding on him. I just. I believed him to be... What do you mean a lot riding on him? Just in terms of my mental health and my well-being. Because mm. I know, Joel, you're in three fantasy pools. Did you have him in any of those? Is mm-hmm. I did. I have him in the other one. But it's not even about that because, you know, I don't care about fantasy. I You're in three, though. Yeah, I know. It's a little bit of fun. <laughs> but um, it's but more about... You know, the joy that he brought me, and it was one of the last things in my life that was bringing me any any sort of joy. Not that I don't have a good life, I just have a a strange uh, mental sickness that uh, makes it hard for me to uh, receive positive endorphins. And well, So when I find things that do bring me joy, I, I really... So it can it can ruin my life if they're t- those things are taken away from me. Joel was Brad Reese your favorite player of the the season so far? Oh, easily, easily the favorite. My favorite character. Wow, and like, where does he rank all time? But maybe number one. <laughs> no, no, he doesn't. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> I just I'm getting vibes from the season that all the good players are going out early. This is going to be game changers part two. All the good players. Yeah, all the all the fun people to watch are going out early. 
Wow. Is there a lot of people that you don't want to watch? Yeah. <laughs> like who? Nasir's Troy Zan. No, no, no. Just don't do that to me. My sweet boy Nasir. You have no idea. For that, I mean, we'll get into this episode. For the folks at home, though, like, uh, Joel's pretty upset about, obviously, Brad Reese getting voted out. Mm-hmm. I was pretty upset in this episode because of the things that Sydney was saying about my boy Nazir. Mm. And it pissed me off. I hate Sydney now. And I don't have a problem. Mm. Say- I don't care what she does this season. I hate her, and I'll never take it back. I think she's part of the new. She's she and Nasir's rivalry is is the I think going to be an ongoing story that we're going to have to keep up with. It's going to be the new Redemption Island. Yeah, Sydney versus Nasir. <laughs> That's next season. And also Brad. <laughs> yeah, Brad. No, Brad's going to take over for Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see that. I just want to see Brad playing Survivor, like you know, making a Ferris Bueller fake Brad Reese. Maybe that... Oh, I just thought of something. They, we didn't see it on the next time on, but... Oh, right. I know what it is. Remember in the next time on, Yasa come around the corner and they can't see something. They, they're like, oh my God, what is it? I know what it is. Did you remember that from the next time on? Right, yeah. It's Brad Reese's dummy that he made of himself come to life. And he's a new player in the game. He's dead, Joel. Snap, no. Snap out of it. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, he's like... He's gone. He left behind that little mannequin of himself with his boots and all the bamboo and stuff. I think that it's him. He's, he's come back to life. There's some magic fairy dust on the island. Joel. There must have been some magic in those boots. He put it on the thing. <laughs> Because when they put... it's He's frosted the snowman. Come to life. No, no, Joel. You need to snap out of this. I feel like you're Shang-Chi's dad right now for all of the movie lovers at home. Yeah, you think I'm going to be awaken a, an evil dragon? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you start talking nonsense like this about Brad Reese still being alive in the game, mm. he's gone. He's passed. And now what we need to do is move on. I wish we could just have him win. Like, I... <laughs> but he didn't... There was no way that Brad Reese was going to win this game. This is some of the biggest survivor heartbreak I've had, maybe. Maybe since, like, Christian Mickey got voted out. <laughs> well, we got a lot out of Christian, though. I know, we did. And we should have got that... We should have got that amount from Brad Reese. Brad was giving me Ben, uh, ben Drebergen vibes in 40. Mm. Big Ben vibes. No. Yeah. He yeah. wasn't being a dick. Big, big Ben. No, Ben wasn't a dick. Yeah, he was a bit. No, he's a good guy. He had he had brother vibes with uh, with Adam and Jeremy. Well, I mean, yeah. So let's go to the start of this episode. Should we go tribe to tribe and kind of discuss the other tribes before we get into... Uh... Yeah, I don't know. What does it fucking matter anyway? <laughs> Who gives a shit? <laughs> well, let's talk about Luvu because it's the, the the smallest pop of the season, really, at this point. We're barely getting anything with them. So you were saying that it's gone back and forth... Between before we start recording, it's gone back. First episode was like Nasir's on the bottom. Next episode, we can't vote on Nasir. Then this week, it's yeah, we we need to vote on Nasir again. <laughs> it, just back and forth. Yeah, and we haven't got any Erica really, other than she's just good at puzzles. But, yeah, I we mean, haven't got any of Heather though. Really, nothing of Heather. Really, nothing of Heather. No, at least Erica was in the next time on on this. This episode, yeah, she's got a confessional coming up. We can look forward to. Yes, we do. Yes, you'll you, we'll get one. Well, it seems like one, uh, and I mean, we'll go into predictions later. But I think I think we got a big Luvu episode ahead of us. Mm. Um, they're talking about throwing challenges. They're talking about uh, um, Sydney uh, be, having to go. They're talking about Nazir. They're, everything, everything. We don't know what's yeah. going to happen. Yeah, you're right. Um, but one thing. That's interesting. Yeah, is that they kind of remind me of like a like Abby's tribe in um, 
what's it called? Philippines. Philippines. Yeah. Tandang. Because they keep winning, but they just become more and more dysfunctional. Yeah, it's it, it's interesting. I mean, I obviously we're talking about the next time on. They're the most featured on that next time on at this point too. We don't have a lot to go off with this tribe, so we this next time on was probably the most we have to go off of the entire season of this tribe. Yeah, we so got far. some dynamics from this next time yeah, on. Yeah, for we, the first time ever. Um, so they're talking about throwing the challenge. Deshaun's trying to get Danny to throw the challenge. Danny's an athlete. He doesn't want to. Okay, okay. But that, but that, that's, that's not what, that's next. We'll talk about that but next But we're week. talking about Luvu. Okay, but here's what actually happened on Luvu. We get like this weird arbitrary, arbitrary flashback where, where Sydney says, to to Deshaun uh, or uh, Danny, all well, we need to get. Uh, Nasir said woke me up last night and told me that we need to get rid of Danny. And then that, like the scenes are cutting back and forth between the flashback and her telling him. I think it should have just been. He, I don't know. I don't think they need no, that I, editing trick. They're trying to get something out of this tribe, and then they were also leading to her finding the the advantage, beware advantage, the beware advantage. Uh, which was happening during another Nazir conversation, where Nazir was just asking them if they have a problem, just bring it up to them. Let's be in the open about this. Mm-hmm. She she was saying that Nazir is being erratic, but he seems so rational the whole time, and he genuinely trusts this person and thinks she's in his alliance because she told him he is, and then he's coming to her and giving her information of who he doesn't trust, and she just ridicules him. She's a terrible person. Hey. No, she sucks. She's a terrible person. No. <laughs> she should be evacuated from the island. Don't say things like that. And we don't need her on this show. No. no. Titanic sinking if she's staying. She's the winner. No. She's my winner pick now that Brad Reese is gone. There's no. You weren't, Brad Reese was never your winner pick. He was. So, oh, I'm so mad that Brad got voted out. God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> Fuck. Well, the the ah! Joel, it's going to be okay. Ah! Ah! <laughs> His face is just melting off. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh god. No. No, it can't be true. We only have one more thing to say about Luvu here, Joel. Stick with us. So the God, it can't be true. The only interesting thing about Luvu really is that Sydney is the only person to not tell anyone about her beware advantage. That we saw, yes. Yeah, that we saw, but I mean I would assume We would have seen it probably. Because I mean she I mean it didn't really matter in the end because she didn't like she didn't get to steal a vote. She didn't risk her vote really. Yeah. She got nothing. She for got it. nothing. Well, the the thing was to, I mean, like, at this point in this season, everyone's going to know everything. Everyone's going to know who has an idol. Everyone's going to know who has an advantage and what it is. Everyone is going to know everything except for the only mystery is the dynamics of the Luvu tribe because they're not showing us. Well, there was a secret scene last week, and I didn't tell you about this. But what it, the fuck happened? Heather, oh. Silent Heather, had a dream. <laughs> no, this isn't real. It's real. This isn't real. She had, it's, it's real. You can look it up. I need to preface this. Uh, this isn't going to be real. It is real. And the people that know, know. Heather had a dream that Sydney stole her torch and told everyone about the dream and was basically like, yeah, so now I'm having a hard time trusting uh, trusting uh, no. Sydney. Yeah, and Sydney was like, what the fuck? And she's saying this to everyone. And then and then Heather has this uh, thing being like, this confessional being like, oh, and by the way, I made up the dream. It did, I didn't dream that. I just told everyone that to um, maybe... This, is, this isn't true. It is true. It seems not true, but it seems like a dream that I had, but it's not. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then Freddy Krueger came. Uh, <laughs> so she made up a dream... Uh, to like, I don't know. That was the thing she decided to make up to make everybody not trust Sydney. She made up a dream that she. Didn't How would have. that make other people not trust her? I'm not Heather. 
Heather, it must be fucked up in the head to I'm think fe- that that was going to work. I'm feeling better about Luvu now. I'm thinking Nazir might be safe. You got Heather and Erica? Okay, I'm in and I'm in. Yeah. I'm not as scared anymore for Nazir. Because everyone knows Nazir's my guy. He's my favorite. He's your Brad Reese. He's my Brad Reese. Although Brad Reese was a big one for me, too. Mm-hmm. It was a big and one for me. Why are you heartbroken and yelling like I am? Um, you can be- let it out. It feels good. <laughs> Just go away from the mic, like I was. Uh, no, like... Uh, oh, God! Uh, oh, God! Oh, fuck! Help! Like that. Yeah, I let it out. Um, that, you'll have to do... You'll have to, you have to practice for when Nasir goes out. That's about as much as we can talk about, Lufu. Right? Nasir's not going to go out. He's going to the end. Actually, I'm the one that made the prediction that Brad Reese is definitely going to the finals. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I mean, based off of him saying he's always been a right-hand man. <laughs> I <laughs> I think uh, Brad, Reese's, Brad Reese's downfall came from his trust of Shan. And Shan is the best player on the season right now and if that the edit is showing us. Shan is a next-level player right now. Yeah, it it really. I mean, Shan's always been my winner pick, mm-hmm. and she was yeah yeah yeah. Oh, okay, she's, she's been it. And uh, first episode, she's been it. Mm-hmm. I never changed. Mm-hmm. Shan's been my number one. Mm-hmm. Nazir is my special boy. Yes, but Shan's my number one. Mm-hmm. Um, and so with that, let's move over to from Luvu to Yase and go over what they did this um, episode, and then we'll talk about what everyone did. Um, as the three got together, because um, Luvu didn't give us any. So are we talking about Shan right now? No, we're talking about Yase Yellow. Why aren't we talking about Shan? We were just talking about Shan. But yeah, but that's in the main one that we need to talk about. So we'll the, go back. That, to that gives us all the content. Yeah. Okay, so Yasa. We've only we only really saw Yasa. Tiffany. Oh, Leanna had was upset that Voce had gone home, and she felt like she wasn't making enough moves in the game. I think this is a, um, uh, and then her not finding the advantage that Tiffany found was really disappointing to her too, because she says that could have been the thing that I did in the game, but shoulda, woulda, coulda the Leanna Wallace story. Get out of here. You should be. (laughs) Why are you so being so mean to the women characters tonight? Not, no, Shan's my favorite. Just Leanna should be taken out of the game. Metabacked. Oh my God. (laughs) Cody, she's a terrible person, like Sydney. Stop it! You can't say this about people. <laughs> it's fine. I'm I'm on CBS too. I'm now I'm allowed to say it. Um, I'm allowed to say whatever I want, Joel. That's what you got to learn about me. Yeah, I I feel like that would be the opposite since you're on CBS. <laughs> I, shouldn't be, I shouldn't be able to say anything. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I no, I I don't feel that way about uh, Leanna, but it does seem like a. I mean, are we building towards Leanna doing a big move, or are we building towards Leanna getting out because she never made the move? I guess that's the question. Yeah, I think whatever that confessional we got from her tonight is means. I think it's a foreshadowing to something, whether it's a foreshadowing to her leaving the game without doing anything or foreshadowing to her making a big, big move. Big move. Big moves. So you have to make a big move in this game. We got none of Xander. It's those little moments you have to uh, capture. Uh -uh. We actually got more of the two people that we didn't get anything from in Yase. Really? Got more of Tiffany and Liana? Yeah. We've probably got the less or the least out of them out of that tribe. There's only four left, of course, now at this point. Mm-hmm. We didn't get any Evie, uh, really. We didn't no. get any Xander at no. all. No, uh, didn't other, even other than the the the, the moment with. I Brad like what Reese. you said about broccoli, man. <laughs> Yo, I like what you said about broccoli, man. <laughs> so yeah, now, if whoever pop. finds that 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 beware advantage needs to go and say exactly what Brad said. Yeah, that's. Spitting on the man's grave. <laughs> I don't think they're ever going to get this idol unlocked at this point. So Tiffany is erratic. Tiffany is like... No, Nazir is apparently erratic. Okay, all right. But Tiffany is like... 
She goes to this Beware Advantage island where they have to make a decision and, like, rubs Sydney the wrong way immediately. Obviously, she, uh, well, she's erratic. Nazir's erratic. Everyone's erratic to Sydney. Yeah, but Tiffany's like, oh, no, I want to play. I, I, what, this is how you play Survivor. And, like, I don't know. That's, that's good. That would be hard to work with. Her and, and Brad really strong arm Sydney into getting nothing out of this. Mm-hmm. And then Brad goes home anyway. Yeah, none of them. Yeah, it was all for naught because none of did. Tiffany didn't get a steal a vote, did she? Yeah, she did. She did. Okay, so so it's okay. She got it. Which uh, is, <laughs> Tiffany's the only one that left this episode with an advantage. I yes, guess. yeah. Because Brad found two, but Brad left the game with advantages in his fucking pocket. But he wasn't. That's that sucks for Brad. At least he didn't get voted out with an idol in his pocket because he didn't actually have the idol. Yeah, and he couldn't even play his thing. Steal a vote because he didn't have a vote. But he couldn't play his his dice either. No. That sucks. He got nothing. Poor Brad. God. And now somebody's going to have to be like, hey, remember when Brad said that thing about broccoli? <laughs> Being tiny little tree. Like, how did he put it? Like, oh, my head is like, it's like I feel like my head is like broccoli right now. Uh, Jeff, I'm really sad that... Uh yeah, he said it weird. But, Jeff, I'm really sad that we got rid of Brad. He was my closest ally. Um, I'll never forget when he said in this very spot that uh, broccoli looks like little trees or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> he said it so badly. He said I don't know if you're... You wouldn't be able to even quote. You could say the actual quote again, and people might not think it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how badly he said it. Um, but yeah, I guess there's nothing more to uh, Yase other than uh, Tiffany went also to the island. Um, yeah, and she, I don't know. I just feel like she's going to be some of the look. Look, I, I, I think that Sydney, we're, it's not the last we've seen of Sydney and Tiffany together. Well, the, well, I don't know because I think my prediction is Sydney goes home next week. That's not my prediction. But. Tiffany, this is the second week in a row that we've seen her strong arm successfully. She strong armed Sydney into not getting that advantage, and she strong armed them into voting Boche rather than Xander. Yeah, I don't think that's a good thing, though. No, but it's going to rub people the wrong way. Well, yeah, it's going to rub people the wrong way, but she's successfully doing it she, nonetheless. She upset Liana to tears. Yeah, and guess what? What? The people that Tiffany upsets should be medevaced out of the game. Okay. <laughs> you should not wish that upon people. People have been medevaced for almost breaking their back, almost dying. I don't from want heat them exhaustion. to actually get hurt. I want them to Colton medevac. You want them to fake an ulcer? Exactly. <laughs> or appendicitis, whatever he was doing. <laughs> um. So now we go to your favorite chat. It's fucked up for you to say that shit, man. What? Uh, don't don't hold on th- to it. I think you're fucked in the head. As, as fucked in the head as Heather is. You think I'm strong arming you into? I'm going to strong arm you into agreeing with me about this. Is it? Oh no, I was talking about Heather, who had the dream, not Tiffany. Oh, I mix them up. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen any of Heather, and they're both blonde older women. We saw her in a secret scene. Sydney said something funny on that island where she was like, I don't even know Tiffany's last name. I don't even know where she's from. (laughs) (laughs) At least the other, in the other ones, like before they got to the, to the prisoner's dilemma thing, they had like a big hike together. Yeah. They got to really get to know this one. They didn't at all. No, they're like, do it, do it quick. Don't even talk to each other about anything else. Mm -hmm. They're like, Oh, you have to wrap it up quickly because there are people waiting for you at camp. But like in Brad's head, he's like, well, (laughs) I got that covered. I can stay as long as I want. Amy broad daylight. They won't notice that it's just bamboo wearing boots. He gets back (laughs) and they're all like, kind of like, have their arm around. Wow, Brad, we love you now. And he's like, what the hell? Like, yeah, the last... They're cuddled up to him. The, the, this night was the best time we spent with you on this entire island, Brad. We love you now. We didn't like you before. Something changed. 
<laughs> they're, like, they're like best friends with fake Brad. <laughs> <laughs> that brings us to uh, uh, the tribe that we saw by far the most of. We saw the writing on the wall. You didn't want to hear it, but we saw it, that it was going to be Ua, just based off of how much they were shown mm-hmm. throughout the episode, how much content we were getting from them. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, we also got one of those flashbacks too of mm-hmm. everyone looking for the idol and then Brad's like, well, Jeannie and I did find Brad it. And Jeannie found it. I think you just shouldn't have fucking told Shan about this shit. Do you th- yeah, it, it was that was his whole downfall because she did say she was like, okay, I got JD's advantage, but now I'm thinking that Brad has an idol, so we got to get him out. So if he didn't say that to her, mm-hmm. they probably would have got JD out here. I do. I think that that uh, JD and Shan's relationship is stronger than we even know. I I think it's quite strong, but also I think the one thing that they didn't show as well is that um, Ricard probably, based off of what he was saying in Tribal, probably wouldn't have felt safe if it was four people on that tribe and it was with Jeannie and Brad. Mm. Then he's on the outs of that. Yeah, it's true. Um, because Jeannie, Jeannie vote, voted Yeah, Jeannie for and Brad are definitely a pair, so yeah, you split up the pair. That's probably good. Not that, he, I mean, Jeannie's now on the outs, so Ricard sa- saves himself another week, but... Fucking sucks at Brad's out. I'm gonna I'm gonna walk into Lake Ontario. Tonight? Yeah. It's cold. I know. <laughs> Do, are you gonna start doing Brad Reese impressions on the island like JD was doing impressions on the island? JD's impressions suck. You you they said, just sound like JD. You said that Reem one's good. No, I said that's he's doing Reem. I didn't say, oh that's good. He was just doing Reem. And they just sounded like him. <laughs> and then when he did Woo, it's like, yeah, I guess it sounds more like Woo than it sounded like Reem, but also you sound exactly like Woo. <laughs> <laughs> I can do better impressions of Reem and uh, Woo. Okay, do them. Really, dude? Are you kidding me, dude? <laughs> yeah, right, dude. That's Woo? This is Wu. Whoa. Uh, Tony was like at tribal council. (laughs) And like, I looked over at him and he he said he had an idol. I was like, what? You really hate JD, huh? I don't hate JD. I, 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 I hate him a bit tonight, but I know it's because it was between him and, uh, there was a chance that Jeannie got out if uh, Shan said, I can't decide between both of them. Let's keep everyone with an advantage and get out Jeannie. Yeah, or go for Ricard. Yeah, just go for Ricard. I don't know why. Because of the guys thing. They're like, <laughs> I don't know, think Shan's worried about Shan's, a guy's alliance. Shan's like, you know, this guy. No, not a guy's alliance. The guys thing. How? Oh, <laughs> I see. I see. Oh, no. They're like, oh, you know, he like, what is that? Is that? Oh, that's the headphones? Just keep talking. Okay. Shane was like, uh, you know, I think we should go for Ricard because in the future, Russell Hans is going to be so mad about that guy's thing, and I just know it. He's going to tweet a gif of the Titanic sinking. <laughs> yeah, I guess she could have voted out Ricard because of that. Um, Yeah. So... What I'm else? not supposed to talk about Russell, though. I did make an oath. Yeah, but you seem to do it every time. I made an oath to God. You you seemed, you seemed kicked off the show by talking about referencing Russell, and then... <laughs> what? I did. I actually did tweet a, a gif of the Titanic. It's a sinking. reference to Russell, because that's what he did. Yeah, but the guy's thing. Yeah, but... <laughs> oh, God. Erica Kasupinan. Yes. Instagram. Okay. First ever Survivor castaway living in Canada, she said. What about Shan? Shan doesn't live in Canada. She lives in D.C. She's just born here. Ah, that's bullshit. I didn't know that. I've uh, told you countless times, if you'd ever 
effing listen to me. Cody, shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> what else do you got about Brad Reese? What else did he do this episode that popped you? Like I said, he made a fake version of himself. He he talked about uh, living on the ranch. He doesn't make a lot of money, but he found out that hard work pays off. So I don't know what... Um, I don't know what that even means. If he doesn't make money, then how does hard work pay off? Is it just like when you work hard, you find that you the accomplishment means is meaningful? Is that what he means? I guess so. Well, the whole thing was him because he was the only, everyone else was laughing on camp. Yeah, because JD was doing he, his little Will Sasso routine. <laughs> and they're all having a kicks and gigs. Move and over, Dana Carvey. We got a new impersonator in town. JD live at the, the MGM Grand. <laughs> so he was saying he was the only one working on camp. And because he was working on camp, that's where they hit the um, advantage was on camp to reward the people that are actually working. Yes. Like Tiffany. It was, they were barely hidden. No, they were in the open. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yase's was in the fire. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany had to jump in the fire. Like... Michael Scoping in the season two. Do you think he saw an advantage in the fire? Yeah, he's like... <laughs> <laughs> and it, the first ever advantage. That's why they didn't do him for so long after that. Yeah, that was my conspiracy theory, is that they're keeping it under wraps that there was an advantage under there. Yeah. And it was going to be the in. first ever hidden immunity idol, and then they're like, ooh, we can't do that again. <laughs> um, so they waited 10 more seasons or whatever. <laughs> Well, Joel... But we're not supposed to talk about Michael Scoopin anymore. No, we're not. Or Russell. But he comes up every episode. And Sandra Diaz-Twine is going to be on a new season of Australian Survivor. We, uh, we might have to watch that one. Yeah. I've watched the Russell episodes. Not <laughs> <laughs> to bring them up again. No, Joel! <laughs> uh, he sucked on Australian Survivor, that guy. How do you think Sandra's going to do? Probably not much better. She's got a huge target on her back. She knows it. And she knows it. She might do it again, though. What? Give the give her idol away? Yeah. For for one fire token? Yes. I'll give you my idol. You give me one fire token now, and then I'll give you give me another one. Um, after tribal. <laughs> um. Yeah. Brad Reese. So right. we got him saying his broccoli line, butchering it. Butch, absolutely fucking it up. How do the you man think- was fucking TV gold? Xander has to be disappointed. That's like if you killed off. I don't know. Um, think you're trying to think of an iconic TV character. Uh, Ross from Friends. <laughs> three episodes in. Well, then he wouldn't be iconic. I know. But and and, but God damn, did Brad make an impression? They killed off my friend Mr. Heckles pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They killed him off in the first couple episodes of season two. You look menacing when you said that. Because I killed him. <laughs> <laughs> I can finally say that I was because the statute of limitations is clear that I killed Mr. Heckles. <laughs> That's. <laughs> Uh, that's why you came out with that book, but if I did it. If I did it. <laughs> if I killed Mr. Heckles in season two of Friends. <laughs> For people who don't know, um, Mr. Heckles was Rachel and Monica's downstairs neighbor, <laughs> who was played by a uh, guest of Cody's other podcast, Larry Hankin. Yeah, friend, friend. Friend of the podcast. <laughs> you should have him back on. Yeah, I have his phone number. You want to call him right now? You want me to give him a call? I would love if you did that. (laughs) Asked him if he watched Survivor? Yeah. Hey, Larry. 
Do you watch Survivor? <laughs> um, I think you should have him back on. The fucking uh, candor? Is that a word? The candor that guy had. Yeah. And we didn't even get to the improv. I know. Well, you don't need to improv. You don't like that part? Of the whole show, yeah. Just toss that part of it. <laughs> when you're doing the show, you seem to really like the improv. No. It's miserable for me. It's more miserable than when Matt Brad Reese got voted off of season 41 no. of Survivor. No. <laughs> yeah, I just like it when you, we talk about bullshit. <laughs> My least favorite part of this show is talking about Survivor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you've made that clear. Well, nowadays. <laughs> um, yes. So we get to Tribal Council. That's where we got to go. We're already there. Yeah, because you won't bring up anything else. I think we made it through. No, we have a lot more to talk about. Well, there's a lot more that's going to happen. Because JD had an advantage, an extra vote that Shan saw in his waistband. Finally, you bring that up. Shan saw it in his waistband, and it pissed off Ricard and Shan that she did, he didn't tell them earlier. And this is uh, this came after Brad ga- showed Shan all of his advantages. I know. I Immediately. Thought, you know, seeing how Bra- how open Brad was with her, maybe Shan is a next level player. To 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 think that to make Brad think because clearly JD Shan and Ricard have like. The power alliance on this tribe. And she has made Brad believe that they are the power alliance of the tribe? For, yeah. Well, for Shan, it might have made more sense to keep Brad and Jeannie. But for Ricard, it would definitely make more sense to... But Ricard even said in his confessional, I'm just waiting on Shan to make a decision. Yeah, for him, it makes more sense for JD to stay over them, but... We'll see. We'll see if if keeping um, JD uh, was a good decision for her. Um, Maybe Jeannie's the mastermind of the tribe. Jeannie? Yeah. Go on. Well, you know, like in uh, horror movies, when it turns out, like Saw, when it turns out, he was right. It was the guy on the floor. Mm-hmm. That's kind of Jeannie, right? She's putting in Ricard's name, but she's orchestrating everyone else. Yeah, that'd be interesting to find that out. Uh, a flash, a simple she, flashback would give that to us. She had a blindside face on tonight, though. It's all an act. She's uh, getting Brad's jury vote. He's. It's not Edge of Extinction, so she, he's not on the jury. <laughs> she can't be sure of that, though. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Yep, she can't Maybe. be sure of it. Maybe um, Reem is like Candyman, and if you say her or impersonate her enough, she'll appear behind you. And uh, <laughs> that's what made them... She was there, so they're like, oh, it must be Edge of Extinction because she's here now. Maybe, well, that's what Brad thought when he just heard Reem's voice in the distance and everyone laughing. He's like, oh, my God, they summoned her. They said her name <laughs> five times. <laughs> was, hey, was Reem here? <laughs> 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 uh yeah. Well, I mean, if they were to do like an Edge of Extinction again and they and like on Edge of Extinction was like Robert Sandra or some shit. Then it would probably be Natalie and Reem would be the big heads on No, it wouldn't. You're so far from the mic right now. <laughs> It'd be Natalie and Reem cuz they're like the queens of Edge. I guess Or I guess Chris and Reem. Yeah. No, no, Natalie and Chris. They're the ones that came back. Reem didn't come back. She was just there a long time. Reem. We love her. No. She should be freaking taken out of the show. She was. She's not on the show anymore. If she gets brought back, she's going to I want out. her to come back. Her and Brad. Oh. And not this JD pretending to be Reem shit. What, are they going to put him in, in a dress? You might get more Brad just from JD's impressions. Maybe. That would be nice. Or I would like the, the, the fake Brad that he made when he left the Ferris Bueller Brad to come to life. Well, maybe JD will have that fake Brad lay beside it and just do the voice. Wouldn't that be nice? 
<laughs> that might keep it alive for you. But Imagine speaking, they're like, they're like, oh my god, JD and and Ferris Bueller Brad are getting too close. We got to vote one of them out. <laughs> I think the thing you liked the most was that you said Ferris Bueller, and then Brad, like five seconds later, said it. Yeah, we have a similar reference base. We would get along. Me and him should start a podcast. Oh, you're ditching me. Me and Brad, a podcast about ranching. (laughs) (laughs) The ranch. The ranch. And I mean, I love ranch dressing. Have you seen The Ranch on Netflix? (laughs) Which one's The Ranch? Is that with Ashton Kutcher and... Sam uh, Elliott. And uh, the the Canceled Man? No, 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 no. Canceled Man. Canceled Man. Canceled Man. They replaced him with Dax Shepard. They did? Yeah. From the armchair expert himself? <laughs> the armchair expert himself game. Is that what it's called? Or is it, that's, or the is, yeah. Yeah, that's the podcast. Yeah. That's the podcast. If I say armchair expert five times, does Doc Shepard appear behind me on a big chair? <laughs> that's enough, Joel. We need to get to this uh, final tribal. Kristen Bell. Well, no, what do you think about J.D.? Lying. I think JD is a dumbass player who thinks he's so good at Survivor. Um, yeah, that's his appeal. <laughs> that's why I like him. I thought you didn't like him. No, I like JD. Me too. I, you know who I don't like? Cindy. <laughs> is it just what she said? I mean, I, th- I, like, I like someone who, who is, is that blunt in uh, confessionals. But she's not blunt. She's, uh, she's, Saying that someone's irrational when they're not erratic, they're not. <laughs> Step away from the mic when you're yelling. They're not <laughs> even more. <laughs> oh God, like that. Why? Why? And Why did they vote on Brad? <laughs> um. God damn it! Like that. My neighbors are concerned. I saw one of your neighbors. Do they know that you have podcasts? Yeah. They've seen big celebrity guests come in here. Like Dan Aykroyd walked in. Dan Aykroyd. Larry Hankin. Larry Hankin walked in. Adrian Barbeau. The original Dirk Diggler from the Bookie Nights short film. Yeah. (laughs) Original Dirk Diggler. Um, uh, Martin Scorsese. Yo, he was on uh, Believe It or Not. (laughs) (laughs) Is that still on, that show, Believe It or Not? Yeah, they're doing really well. Really? Yeah, they get like um they have like 70,000 uh subscribers on YouTube. Believe it or not, say show uh co-hosted by my co-host my other podcast Damien who's been on our show as well. Um, yeah, to talk about the animal. Uh yeah, that, they don't talk about the animal on that podcast. They're but an atheist. The podcast. animal is a uh, to me we gotta get back on track. No, it's a it's a it's a religious experience watching the animal. We gotta get back on track, Joel. I'm trying to get to you this final a, tribal. You know, I feel like there's a moment in the Bible where Jesus um yells to God and says wet Just hold on, I'm gonna wrap it around. Jesus yells to God and says, God, why have you forsaken me as he's about to die? Father, why have you forsaken me? You know in that moment? No. Really? I'm not a religious person. I don't... It's in the song Chop Suey by System of a Down. Why have you forsaken me? Yeah, I know that. I know that lyric of that song. It's based on Jesus' last words. He raised his head to his father in the heavens and says, Father, why have you forsaken me? I've never identified with Jesus in that moment because I've never felt regret and anguish that heavily until Brad Reese got eliminated. Yes, let's go to the final tribal to talk about it. I can't relive this moment again. It was very painful Well, then you want to wrap up the podcast. Don't you want to talk about how JD had to give the extra vote to Shan? And she said you're grounded. Yes, she did that. Why didn't she vote out JD and keep the extra vote? I don't know. She likes JD more. JD is like, he's young. That's the appeal, I think, is that he's young and naive. So And he's so funny, like Will Sasso. Pastors love young people. Not This isn't a pedophile joke. 
But pastors love young people because they're impressionable, right? They can teach them uh, the ways kind of thing, I think. That's my understanding from watching movies and television. And not, that wasn't a pedophile thing. I didn't, I was not accusing you of the pedophile thing. I just want to make it clear. Yeah. That it wasn't that. They, I mean, you're right. I mean, the pastors I have known in the past, Tur, were, they speak with children, like, or young adults, in a way that's trying to convert them and keep them in the church. Yeah, and, but I think that they do care about the people with that, uh, motive, whether you agree with it or not, I, I'm not a religious person myself, but I think that that's a big thing. They want to help uh, young people, and mm-hmm. I think JD's very young. He's one of the youngest to play Survivor. Okay, all right. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna tell you some famous impersonators, and you need to tell me if they're better or worse than JD. Why are we doing this? Kevin Pollock. Kevin Pollock. Mm-hmm. Is he a famous impersonator? Yeah, I mean, I guess you haven't watched his stand-up special. It's all him just doing Shatner and Pacino and Christopher Walken. Those are impressions that everyone does. I know. We're uh, recording this podcast. You're just clanging metal over there. I'm trying to keep get the fucking arm. You can. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, who's so next? JD's better than I guess Kevin Pollock because he wasn't doing impressions that everyone does at least. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey's better than JD. Okay. Yeah, he's better. Um, Rich Little. Right, Rich Little. I mean, I I know him from Norm's podcast, right? Okay. Um, and I'm sure he's better than JD. He made a profession at it. Frank Caliendo. I don't know who that is. You do, by this guy. I've never seen that guy in my life. Yeah, because whenever he does one of his impressions, it's almost like his face morms, mor- like morphs into who he's impersonating. Let's get to the final trial. No, I got more here. Come on, Jay Farrow. You can only do three more after this. Okay. Jay Farrow? Jay Farrow's my favorite impressionist. Ever? He's ten times better than Rich Little. What about J.D.? Uh, he's better than JD. Okay. And he's better than Dana Carvey. Daryl Hammond? Um, let me see. He did, like, he did, uh, uh, Clinton after Phil Hartman died. Right. Yeah, that's fine. Is he better or worse than JD? Uh, worse. Okay. Uh, Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell as an impressionist? I mean, he's not much of an impressionist. He did but he Bush. did Bush for years. Yeah, he did Bush for years. I mean, the SNL people just have to do politicians. I don't care about those impressions. Give me a good impression. Like, I want to see someone do John Favreau. <laughs> or Reem. Or Reem. That's a good one. What if JD got cast on the, was on, like, the new cast member on SNL? Okay, let's get okay, to no, the no, final Okay, no, no, you said three more after. After uh, One more. For, you only get one more. Okay, the newest cast member of SNL, James Austin Johnson. I don't know who that is. He did, like, the Trump impressions on Twitter. He's like, Scooby, Scooby-Doo. No, I don't Scooby know don't. that. Well, like, Scooby-Don't. Scooby, Scooby, he's, he's, his name is Scooby, but he doesn't do. <laughs> I hate this podcast. His name is Scooby, but he doesn't. Do, it was a good, good impression. And he did Biden to open the 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 on his on his first episode of SNL. He opened it and he said live from New York at Saturday Night Live, and he was impersonating Joe Biden, the president of the United States. Right. I'm going to start saying United States like that. The United States. <laughs> That'll be good. Yeah. I mean, there's enough of mispronunciation of our native land here. Canada. Yeah, everyone says Canada. Toronto. Tirana. Oh boy. Like what if what if he was like doing he's like, this is my ream. This is my woo. And this is my Seinfeld. What's the deal? <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> I'm gonna walk out on this podcast. <laughs> oh, I got one more. Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon? Yeah. He's a great impressionist. He does them. He uh, shows us all the time. I know. He loves doing impressions. The impression wheel. 
Yeah, you like watching those? <laughs> <laughs> I like that there was the good one with uh, Jamie Foxx. But you watch all of them. I don't think I have watched all Admit of them. Admit it, you watch them all on YouTube as you see them. I go down YouTube rabbit holes. One of those classic YouTube radical uh, rabbit holes that radicalize young men. <laughs> I, I my instead of uh, uh, Jordan Peterson and and uh, Joe Rogan videos, I watch videos of Jimmy Fallon doing the impression wheel <laughs> with Ariana Grande, <laughs> Jamie Fox, and JD. Sooner or later, yeah, JD will be on there. They'll go back okay. and forth with Survivor yeah, impressions. JD, you have to sing uh, the Itsy Bitsy Spy- Spider in the style of Reem. <laughs> <laughs> the Itsy Bitsy Spider, dude. Really? Really, dude? You're going to go up the water spot again, dude? God, I hope. I just want to talk about this final tribal. I mean, final make, tribal? Yeah. It's it's the final tribal I'll ever see after this I, podcast. I know the Titanic is fucking sinking. <laughs> really, uh, dude? Itsy bitsy spider went up the water spout. Down came the rain and washed the spider out, dude. Are you kidding me, dude? Help me. Um. Help me. Help me. Help me. I'm Brad Reese. I'm. Uh, Jeff Probst shot me after I was voted <laughs> no, out. No. I said in my final words, I want to go back to the ranch, and Jeff said, not today. Sorry, pal, and he shot me. (laughs) I'm dying. Maybe there's someone here that can put Joel to sleep for a bit to talk about this final tribal with me. It's not final. It's final. I'm never doing an episode of Merge Moot again after this. Burge Moot. Yeah, I'm gonna. I copyrighted it myself too, so you have to carry on with Burge Moot, and and you have to do it with uh, Chili's baby back ribs. If we have chili on next week, I'm gonna eat his ribs. <laughs> we are having chili on next week, but that's not the point, Joel. We, do we know for sure? Yes, we are having chili on next week. Or, or or did we just decide that? Did we decide that, or did we decide that we're gonna cross the border and go to Chili's? Because if so, I need to get my passport updated. Because it expired, and I can't go to the States without a passport. I got to cool it. I got to fucking cool it. What's that? Um, Why it's don't you time. Wanna... Did, you, did you listen to the new Lord album? Why don't you want to talk about this tribal council, Joel? Because it's one of the more dramatic events of my we life. We can You're... just end the podcast then, because I've been trying to talk about the tribal council for the last 25 minutes. <laughs> Why were you pointing at the computer screen when you said that? I'm watching the time go by. <laughs> Everyone at home knows I'm trying to keep this thing on track and I'm losing my hair. Did you listen to the new Lord album? No, that doesn't. What? You were saying cool it and uh, it reminded me of a lyric from one of the songs. No, I don't know Lord. It's a good album. Lord, I... Lord Michaels? Lord, my yeah, she's gonna hire. She's gonna hire. <laughs> okay, all right. I'm gonna try and do uh, Lord's the song that I was talking about um, um, in the style of Lauren Michaels. Um, <laughs> it's time. It's t- um, uh, Dana. It's time to cool it down. Whatever that means. I I don't know. Maybe I'm just stoned at the nail salon. I don't know. Maybe I'm stoned at the nail salon. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Fallon should have me on his show. Yeah, you should do the impression wheel. Yeah, the impression wheel. Oh, God. Maybe next week we'll have an impression wheel. Chili will love that. Oh, well, yeah, because he loves... Jimmy Fallon. He'll like this episode because it's about the history of SNL, and that's his. his, Is it about the history of SNL? We are talking about about episode three of Survivor. He probably forty-one. Chili maybe came his pants when JD started doing impressions. (laughs) Well, we'll have to ask him next week. What we need to talk about right now is this final tribal. It's not final. Final tribal is when is when uh, Brad Reese. Wins his way back from Edge of Extinction. He's done. Okay. 
Let me break it down as quickly as possible so we can get out of this. No, we need to talk to two of our special friends. Well, you should have thought about that before uh, Joel rambled on. Whose is this? It's mine. Get out of my book. <laughs> can I write something? I'm never going to look at it. Okay. So, while you're writing something, mm-hmm. Ricard said she, uh, that he didn't trust Jeannie. That's who uh, he basically pointed out. Well, he was kind of vague about it, but Jeannie said, I know he's talking about me because I wrote down his name. And then Ricard came back with the line, well, at least she spelled my name right. That was good. Yeah, what, what does that mean, though? Well, there's a lot of people that... Would write it Rickard? There was a lot of people over the years of Survivor that don't spell it right, and... Uh, right, yeah. Well, he was everyone, also throwing shade. Everyone put an H at the end of Sarah's name. He was throwing shade as well. Um, and then uh, Brad Reese seemed pretty comfortable at that tribal, well, he, actually. He, he had a blindside face. It's They obviously made him feel Jeannie seemed scared. Jeannie had a blindside face. JD seemed scared. JD, JD seemed scared? Yeah, JD seemed scared. Yeah, I mean... He lost his trust of his of his alliance. We both kind of thought that JD was uh, going home. Yeah, they had the emotional moment like Voce got last week. And uh, but JD's story lives on. He is going to inspire people. He's going to inspire young uh, kids like he was inspired by Ozzy and Wu and uh, Malcolm. And Malcolm mm-hmm. didn't mention Joe. <laughs> Maybe he did, but. Or I mean, they cut it. Th- no, it was. I mean, they did film it after the insurrection. So, well, I so mean, maybe maybe the the stuff about Joe has come out. It's all they're probably talking about it on the island. The insurrection was probably highly debated on there. They always they're talking about the insurrection a lot. Maybe they want to insurrect Jeff. Yeah, maybe. Well. So that's kind of what we got. We didn't really know who was going to go home. Be, that would between. be a new story. Between JD and Brad, we were kind of left on that cliffhanger. I know Joel, you were hoping, praying that Brad wasn't the one, but yeah, I was having a prayer circle. Did you have a uh, inkling? Uh, no, I I thought JD was going. I didn't want I didn't want to believe that Brad was going home. I'm heartbroken. I think I JD's remember. got legs on this thing. I know. I do think that now. Yeah, I agree with you now. <laughs> um. So. We already talked about the next time on. What's your predictions, Joel, for the next episode? Well, first we need to hear from a couple of friends, and I'm getting a little sleepy like Heather, and I might have a bit of a dream. God, I almost got us through this. Thought you could make it through the episode without hearing from me. I was hoping so, Rupi. We got about 25 minutes of filler already. What are you talking about? I was just in the middle of Lake Ontario, and I thought I saw Joel there. <laughs> yeah, he was walking out. Um, I was doing my signature backstroke. And I was like, what are you doing here? I dragged him back here. Well, did you see the episode, Rupee? Uh, of, of Ghosts? It's on tomorrow. No. Well, I, I did go to the future, and I saw... I saw uh, yeah, I, I don't know if you know this, but I did get a time machine. Did you like my performance? Yeah, you're good in it. Oh, you're thank good. you. Remind me of me, actually. What? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, you do. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be the Rupert of Ghosts. Yeah, I thought that you... Yeah, you're going to... I was wearing you, a tie-dye shirt. I was hoping that episode. you would wear a tie-dye shirt. Actually, maybe maybe they can edit it in for episode three. <laughs> yeah, CGI a tie-dye shirt on me. Yeah. That's awesome that you're in that show, man. You like that? Yeah, I like the British version better, though. Oh, okay. Kind of like The Office. Well, I guess you've seen the three episodes, but... Uh, I've seen the first two. Oh, just two? Oh, the third episode. I haven't episode's... gone. I have to still. I can only time travel a week at a time. Oh, okay. Third episode's really going to get you. I can't wait to see it, but I have to wait a week. <laughs> well, Ruby, did you watch Survivor, though, is what I'm talking about. Sort 41. of like it's time traveling is sort of like a Patreon. You get things a week early. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, but it's free. No, it's not. <laughs> You've got a favorite. Oh my god! No, I had to. I had to give up the bones of Rudy for this time machine. Oh my god! Yeah, every time. You must I, be furious. every time. Every time I use it, I have to grind up uh, a, a a dead friend of mine and his bone and put his bones into the thing. 
<laughs> Ruby, it seems that every time your hand goes uh, close to uh, the microphone, uh, that it starts staticking. Are you radioactive? Or yeah, I mean, there's a, they haven't done any studies on the long term effects of the time machine, but uh, I, 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 I am, I am noticing the short term effects. I will say. Have you been around any VHS tapes and erased them? And I magnetized them, yeah. And <laughs> and honestly, I I put I gave a lot of work to do for most Def and Jack Black. <laughs> um. Well, uh, Rupee, one of the big. I also things, f- found that uh, my my blood is black now. But uh, anyway, go on. Uh, one of the big things in this episode, uh, Rupee, is that uh, I mean, and I'm sure he'll have something to say about it because your friend, I guess, I don't know if you're friends with Tony or not. Well, he's a, he's inside my body right now. Oh, he's hiding in there. Yeah, it's sort of like a. I, I we went through it. We might have talked about it a bit last week. Our, our cells are morphing into each other. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. But honestly, right now, he's mostly just like Ant-Man inside of me. Well, I mean, he's probably going to pop himself out here because brace yourself, because he was eliminated this week, living in Brad Reese's ear. Yeah, I know. It sucked, man. You d- you gave Brad I, Reese terrible advice, I, Tony. I know. It was the worst. I told him to, to, to put ash on his face. <laughs> what? No, Tony. You know, ash on his face like I did with Sarah. And when is it? Oh, you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, uh, this was terrible. He did your idea of, of course, uh, doing the underground spy shack. Yeah, and making, uh, making a little man. None of this a helped. Fake man, what's none, that? None of this helped him, though. No, I know. Yeah, he, did he like? That's something you didn't do on your season. You didn't make a fake Ferris Bueller esque boots on a yeah I bamboo. Did. Yeah, I did. You did? Yeah, I did, but it was more for me to have someone to talk to. Okay, didn't make the cut. No, yeah, it was like coconuts. <laughs> it was a clone of me. Yeah, you didn't want to talk to Trish anymore. And I didn't want to talk to Trish. I didn't want to talk to Wu, but then I I saw Wu on the island uh, on season 34. I was like, I heard his name. I heard him talking, and I was like, what the hell? Wu's here? How'd Wu get here? Well, I mean, Wu was brought up tonight, too. That's what I'm saying. I thought he was on the island because I, I, I heard his voice. Oh, 41. Yes. You 40, said 34. 34. No. Yeah, you said season 34. Yes. Millennials versus Gen. <laughs> no, sorry. Game changes. Um, you said 34. I, I'm just trying 41. to 41. 41. I, I thought I, I, thought I Tony, heard. Tony, don't snap at me. I thought I heard Wu. I know there was, and you were over at the base camp in Brad Reese's ear. I know. I I thought Wu was there. I thought that uh, Reem was there. <laughs> you don't even know Reem, thought, do you? I thought Frank Caliendo must have been there or something. <laughs> that, it was that kind of trickery that got Brad Reese right out the door. Yeah, because I kept telling him to ask where that where they're keeping Frank Caliendo. Did you- that didn't make the edit in tonight's episode, though. They kept he. I said, "Go find Frank Caliendo. I want to meet him." Do you think so? He was yelling in Shan's face. Where's Frank Caliendo? I know you're hiding him, Shan. You, you pastor. Where the hell is he? Is he in a? Is he? Did you kill him? Did you drown well, Frank Caliendo? I mean, maybe if he didn't do that, and maybe if he did a few impressions of his own, then I he would be safe. To, I tried to get him to do some impressions, but it just. Who did you want him to do? Eddie Murphy. <laughs> no. That wouldn't have that wouldn't have went over well. <laughs> that was a bad that's a bad suggestion, Tony. Bill Cosby. Oh, come on now. <laughs> Michael Scoopin. No, what? Dan Spiro. Uh no, I mean listen, it's disappointing though. But now I'm in someone else's ear. Sydney's. <laughs> oh, you you jumped ears. Yeah, well first I jumped into Jeff Probst's ear and I Gotta tell you, do not go into that guy's brain. It is a dark place. It is very dark. What's he thinking about? It's, it's, it's the gates of hell opening, <laughs> and little demons coming out and gnawing on the skulls of children. Just like Shang Chi. A little bit. <laughs> not quite. A little bit. No, no big dragons. No rings. There's no ten rings here. <laughs> well. I mean, uh, Tony, it's been nice to uh, uh, see you here, but uh, I guess uh, 
that's all we got from you. I mean, you'll be able to give us some uh, game, I guess, of... Uh, who's the ear are you in now? Sydney. Oh. And I, I honestly... And I'm in her ear, and I'm making her ears bleed, and I'm hoping that she doesn't get a medivac. Oh, oh yeah. Keep doing the good work, Tony. Well, I keep dancing, because she is such a good singer. <laughs> no, he's singing on the island? Yeah, he's singing, and I'm dancing in her ear, and I'm wearing high heels. And... I'm making her ears bleed because I'm stomping on her ear, the inside of her ear so much. Okay, okay. Tony, here. Wake up, Joel. Wait, I'm still here. Oh, Ruby. We wrap up. What do you want? I I just want... You, is there any TV show or anything you want me to get some spoilers on? Uh, young Sheldon. Oh, yeah, well, his I think his, his, his father's going to cheat on his mother. <laughs> It's interesting that preview we saw tonight of Young Sheldon. Uh, young Sheldon wasn't in it at all. No, it was just his father thinking about cheating on his mother. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> I guess what I want to know about that episode: Does Young Sheldon make any appearances in that? Yeah, he walks in on his father. Oh God! Yeah, I, I think Joel's waking up. I am awake. Hello. I'm about to tweet something about Young Sheldon. Uh, <laughs> next week. You woke up with your phone in your hand and Twitter logged in. Next week on Young Sheldon, Young Sheldon's dad will cheat on his mom. Spoiler alert. That's this week. That's tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I'll put next time on. Um, so what are your predictions for next week? Uh, predictions for next week. I think that... Um, they are successful. Luvu is successful in throwing the challenge, but it's Sydney that gets herself eliminated. Okay. I uh, am going to say that it's this year being voted out you th- on next week. So episode. we're both saying Luvu, though. Yeah, I mean, it's about time they go to tribal, I guess. About time we get a little from them. Yeah. Uh, just the fact that we got more from them in that next time on tells me they have to be going to tribal. Mm-hmm. I don't think we saw anything from any other tribe there. We saw Yasa coming around a mountain and being like, ooh, what do we have here? Oh, yeah. Fruit. Big basket of fruit. Yeah. Or, I don't know. They found, like, the, the bag of cocaine that um, Shane Powers found in Panama. <laughs> oh, God. Well... Let us know what you thought, everybody. Let us know your predictions. Tweet at us at Mergeboot Podcast or at Mergeboot. What is it? At Mergeboot? At Mergeboot Podcast or at Mergeboot Pod. One of the two. It's Instagram is at Mergeboot Pod and at Mergeboot Podcast on Twitter, I believe. So get at us. Let us know your predictions. Tell us what you think. What and we're a, survivor, we're a survivor podcast. Yeah, you wouldn't know it. Yeah. <laughs> we're, I mean, we may be, we may do a Hubie Halloween episode bonus ep um, this week, though. I don't know if I can survive that. Survive, survivor. <laughs> Thank you for listening, everyone. Rate, review, subscribe, and uh, don't get caught with your hand in the cookie jar. <laughs> <laughs>